and we're back for um, another one of our UFC pay-per-view breakdowns. We're doing our breakdowns and predictions for this upcoming card, UFC 267. Yeah, I was thinking, is it a breakdown or it's just prediction, right? Because breakdown, I think, implies um, what happened during the fight. This is like a pre-fight. Well, I think breakdown of the card. Breakdown of the card, okay. Yeah, followed up with our predictions. Yeah, last time we did this um, was UFC 266, and I think we went I don't want to brag. And we, we went, went five, 5 and 0. Yeah. So, like we said before, we don't bet on fights anymore, but I seem we seem to be able to predict um, the winners when we're not betting. Yeah, if there's no money on the line, we do pretty well. As soon as we put money on it, that's when it goes kind of downhill. So, we're not putting money on this, so hopefully it goes well. But don't come at us if uh, our answers are wrong. So this is a six-fight main card, um, but we only picked uh, the five fights that are most interesting to us, and uh, we're going to break them down. We'll start with, um, sorry, there's a lot of names on this card between like the Russian fighters and the Polish fighters and the Chinese fighters. There's a lot of names that we might um, screw up. We're going to do our best. We apologize in advance. But the first one is Li Jinglang. Um, versus Hezmat Chemaev. That's a Walter Waite fight. Um, Chemaev had like all the momentum right about like a year and a half ago, right before um, he got sick. He had COVID. And I think COVID hit him really bad. He was out for like, you know, over a year. He, um, you know, he had all the momentum. He was fighting two different weight classes. Everyone was thinking he was going to be the next double champ. But um, he's really only had three fights in the UFC. So, um, what do you think about that fight? Um, yeah, so uh, for Chemaev, I remember when I fought in Abu Dhabi, he was there. And this was kind of right around, right after his third fight. So it was when he had all this buzz going on. And I remember he, he wasn't, didn't even have a fight booked, but he was there. And everyone was kind of like, oh, if someone drops out, he's going to take the place no matter who it is. But uh, it's interesting because he has had all this craze going around. But like as soon as you take a little time off, it kind of goes down. But I think people are still pretty hyped on him. So he's 3-0, and but his three fights were within two months. So his last right. fight, it was July. His first fight was July 2020. Last fight was September 2020. So, you know, a short Over amount. Over a year, year and a half, almost. Yeah. So, um, you know, he's a minus 575 favorite, 9-0, 3-0 in the UFC. But the guy he's fighting is... You know, he's a BJJ black belt. He's 10 and four in the UFC and he's been in the UFC since 2014. So he's obviously like has way more experience at this level. You know, you can be undefeated. I'm not saying anything that's uh, Shemayev, but like you can be undefeated. Almost everyone that gets signed to the UFC is undefeated. So that kind of your record. Well, nine and oh overall. Yeah. So less than 10 fights. Right. So it's very, you know, very new. So I'm not saying that. You know, he's not good, but he's kind of at that point where you're not sure yet. We need to see him go against a more experienced fighter to really see if he's, you know, got potential. But that's why I think this fight's perfect. I mean, um, the guy he's fighting is ranked number 11. I think it's a great fight for him to kind of see where he's at. He's fighting a jujitsu black belt, which is interesting. So you can kind of see if they go to the ground, how he deals with that. Um I guess, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm still like on the fence. I'm like, he's either going to lose and he's all hype or he's going to get a knockout and then just keep going on to knock anyone out. So you don't really know right now. Yeah. I think that, um, like 
Lee is coming off a big win against um, San Diego uh, Ponzinibbio, who's you know a really respected fighter. He's been in the UFC a very long time, uh, like a top 10 guy. Um, so that's a really big win. And then he's also been in there with guys like Neil Magny. And gone the distance. Loss with Neil Magny, who's you know a legendary fighter at that weight. Um, so Lee is the more seasoned fighter. He's got way more experience, bigger fights, bigger names on, that he's competed against. But as far as predictions are concerned, I think that uh, Chemaev is going to be able to get the fight to the ground. And even though he is a black belt, I think that Chemaev is going to be able to win those positions on the ground. And I think that he's going to win a decision, but he's going to be pushed much more than he was. His first three fights, they were against, you know, guys nowhere near this level. And they were like, you know, first round finishes. He never even got hit. I don't think he's been hit in any of his fights. This fight is going to be a little different, but I predict that uh, Chemayev gets the win. Yeah, and it's interesting too. Uh, Chemayev's never even been to the third round. I mean, he's only had nine fights. It's not that many, but um, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, how he is when it's not when he's not totally dominating. And I think this fight it might be that way. I don't know. I'm going to go with Lee for this fight just because I think for your fourth fight in the UFC, it's a pretty big step up to be fighting to be fighting base. I mean, he's 11 ranked number 11 to fighting a top 10 opponent in your fourth UFC fight. I think it's, you know, it's pretty tough. Um, I don't know. He's either I think Chimaev's either going to get a knockout, but I'm going to go with Lee on this one. Yeah, like I said, I like Chemaev, but this, of all the five that we're picking, this is the fight that I'm least comfortable with. Yeah. And that, that's probably contrary to what a lot of people think because everyone is like in love with Chemaev, but he's not Khabib yet. Yeah. Next fight, we have uh, Alexander Volkov versus Marcin Tabora. Uh, Volkov is a Russian fighter. He's like, you know, I think he's 6'9". He's a really tall, rangy, very accurate striker. He's got a win, a TKO win over Overeem. His last fight, he lost this rail gone. Um, so he's been in there with the very, very best. He's fought Curtis Blades. He lost to Curtis Blades, but he's been in there with the best. He has a, a lot of great wins over Roy Nelson, Verdum, Greg Hardy, Overeem, Walt Harris. He had that crazy, that um, body kick. That body kick. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't too long ago. So he's definitely has a lot of wins over like top guys. Yeah, he's been in there with everyone. He's a legit top 10 heavyweight. Having said that, I think that uh, Tabora, he's coming off uh, a five-fight win streak. He's more of like a take him down and really punish him on the ground. Very heavy top control, very good takedowns. Um, I think that it's like a classic like grappler striker matchup. And usually when those are the case, as long as someone who has real good control on top where they don't have to take the guy down a lot of times... I think that uh, Tabora, when he takes someone down, he only needs one takedown. He stays on top, usually the whole round. Um, I think if he could take Volkov down to the ground, I think that he'll end up grinding out a decision. So I think he's going to have a lot of control time on top. He's going to do some ground and pound. So my prediction is uh, Tabora is going to win this fight. Um, I'm going to go with Volkov. Usually Jeez. we're on the same page. <laughs> on the same page. Um, Tabora, I think uh, most of his losses were by KO. And I don't know. I just think that... Volkov is like that long, rangy power striker, and I don't know. I think he's just going to get the win. A lot of these fights on this card, it's like they're all, okay, this person is either going to knock the person out or lose. So it's, they're, this is a really tough fight uh, fight card to bet on, I think. Yeah, I feel pretty good about this fight. And yeah. there's two fights when I was looking at their um, records that stand out to me. And Volkov, 
has uh, lost to Curtis Blades. Right. And I think that Curtis Blades is a similar style to uh, Marcin Tabora. I think Blades is a little better, but they're yeah. similar styles. And then Tabora has a win, a decision win over Stefan Struh. And I think Stefan Struh is pretty similar to Volkov in terms he's the like tall, seven long. feet tall. He's like a long, rangy striker, dangerous. Who's he's beaten Stipe, he's that that level, and Tabura beat him. So I think those two match those two fights are fights to look at when predicting this fight. And I usually go with a grappler when there's a striker grappler matchups. Well, now that you said that, maybe I can change my mind. You can't change it. No, I can't change it. I'll stick with it just to make it fun. But yeah, those are really good points. Uh, next one we have Islam Makovich versus Dan Hooker. Um, I was surprised. That Islam Makovich is a minus 625. That's a big... I mean, I thought he'd be the favorite, but that's pretty pretty crazy. The only thing that, that sucks, it's for this and another fight. I hate when it's a good matchup that I like, but one person took it on short notice. Because then you're like... You feel like you're getting cheated out of the 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 fun matchup. You know, so Dan Hooker uh, took this on four weeks notice. And it, it that just kind of sucks. You know, I... He is coming off a fight. He just fought less than a month ago. So I'm sure he's in shape. Yeah. Yeah. And four weeks, if I guess if you just fought, then four weeks is, is good enough. If you just fought and it's like one, you know, fought a month ago, but then you're taking on one weeks, it's kind of tough. But, um, yeah, I, I guess you're right. That, that, that makes sense. But, um, Islam Makovic, obviously eight fight win streak. Everyone, you know, I feel like for a while he was talked about, but not fighting. And now we're getting to see him fight a little bit more. So I think, you know, another win here. And now he's like, just keeps getting pushed up even more. Um, I think in his last fight, he showed like that he isn't just, you know, everyone compares every Russian fighter. I feel like they compare them to, to Khabib. They're the next Khabib. They're the next Khabib. When we watched his last fight, I was like, well, he definitely like trains with Khabib. So, you know, uh, but I think that when he went to the ground, his jujitsu seemed to, like a little bit better where he was off his back and he was doing all different submissions and stuff like that. Um, and I think he kind of used his striking a little bit better than what we see with Khabib. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think most people assume, obviously he's a heavy favorite, assume, uh, Makovic is going to win this one. Yeah. I mean, I kind of think he is going to win. I mean, like you said, he's on an eight fight win streak. He's 20 and one overall. And there's similarities with him and Khabib, but I think that Khabib wins largely. He's so impressive because of his mind and his tenacity and his cardio. And he just overwhelms people and like bludgeons them and makes them exhausted and then gets finishes where Islam Makashev is. It looks to me to be much more technical. Yeah. And he's like precise on the ground. Like he does triangles and arm bars and real chokes without like getting the guy exhausted and just squeezing their face. Um, he's a bit more technical than Khabib. But as good as he is and as many fights as he's won, he's never fought someone in the top 10. I don't think he's fought anyone in the top 15, if I could be, if I'm correct on that. Uh <laughs> I don't think he's fought anyone in the top 15. He fought that Marias Mar uh, last time. Yeah, was he a top 15 guy? I don't know. I thought he was. Pretty close. Yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, Hooker has fought everyone. Yeah. He's got wins over Ally Aquinta, Gilbert Burns, Paul Felder. His last two losses were to Chandler and Poirier. So he's only fought the very best guys as of late. Um, I think that he's real dangerous, especially with his knees. I could see him like catching um, 
uh, Islam with a, one of those knees that he throws coming in on a shot. But aside from that, I don't think that um, I think that Islam's going to be very disciplined with like the Khabib game plan. Just mm-hmm. take the fight to the ground, control him on the ground, get him tired, damage, control time look for submissions when like close to the ends of the round. Like usually he'll like stay on top of the guy, control him on the ground and then look for a submission. I know that Dan Hooker has some submissions off his back and stuff, but it's I mean, different. Islam Makhachev has fought like Davi Ramos, who's, you know, maybe the best jujitsu, one of the best jujitsu guys in, in uh, the UFC. And he completely dominated him on yeah. the ground. I think there's no comparison between their, levels on the ground i think hooker's only chance to win would be to catch him on the feet probably with the knee but uh i think that islam makashev is a pretty safe bet right i agree um first one we agree on so uh next fight co-main event is peter yan versus Corey sanhagen this is another fight where Corey sanhagen you know replaced aljo uh, last minute not a couple weeks but this is another, but it's a five round fight. So this is another one where I'm like, I love this matchup. I'm a huge Corey Sanhagen fan, but I'm just like, oh, it's, I want to see this fight where he has a full camp. You know, I'm glad we get to see the fight still, but, um, you know, I, from what I, I don't know him personally, but from like just Instagram, you think, you know, people, yeah. it seems like, uh, um, Sanhagen trains all the time. Um, he always has good cardio in his fight, so it's not. You know, someone that has like bad cardio in a fight and they take a five fight, a five round fight short notice, you get a little worried. I don't think I'm worried about that with him. It's just, you know, I don't know. I just wish it was a, a full camp for him. But uh, so then that way, if Peter Young wins, there's no excuses too. Sure. But um, Peter Young's a minus 230, uh, 10 fight win streak until the fight with Aldro, which we all know with the um, illegal knee. Um, his only losses were that one against Aljo and early on he had the a split decision. So obviously he's pretty dominant, you know. I think he's undefeated in the UFC. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Aljo is technically well, aside lost, from Al- but Aljo, yeah. yeah, taking that. Um I mean Cor- uh, Corey Sanhagen, his uh he's 5'11", so tall. There's a lot of fights on this car where it's like one person's really long and tall. Um, 5'11", his losses were to the split decision he had last to TJ Dillashaw, which is definitely up in the air. I mean, kind of yeah, goes both was, ways. I think I, I thought, thought that he won that fight. Yeah, but it went, it could have gone. It, it was very, very close with that one. And then um, he lost to, he got knocked out by Aljo. Right. But, um, out. yeah, out yeah, Aljo. I thought he knocked him. Oh yeah, yeah, he had the rear, yeah, the rear naked choke, yeah. But um, only one of his UFC wins was to decision. So it's yeah, he definitely and he finishes with uh, knockouts, submissions, TKO. So he definitely has that finishing threat, which I think he needs with Peter Yan, especially in a five round fight. I think that five round fights, Peter Yan, it seems like he kind of takes the first two rounds off and then just kind of plays cautious and then really puts it on as the rounds go on. Um, so the only thing is Corey, I think is looking for that finish. It's going to be kind of hard for him to get the finish in the first two rounds. If Peter Jan's just basically like playing safe and just keeping his distance, feeling the range. But, um, but yeah. And what do you think of this fight? Like you said, I, I think that Peter Jan, I mean, he's completely dominated everyone he's fought in the UFC. Um, but 
Corey Sanhagen, I think, is one of the most dangerous fighters that, on the roster because he could finish a fight. He's finished a fight like with his hands, with a kick, with knees, uh, submissions. He finishes fights so many different ways. He's so dangerous. But I think that uh, Peter Yan, like you said, is very disciplined. He keeps a very high guard and like marches him down, I think, because he's got quite a bit of boxing experience. So he kind of like boxers, like slow slow start and like feel the guy out and you know take some shots on their arms to get the guy tired out and forward pressure and then he also has tremendous ability to take the person down he does all kinds of like kind of like not really shooting to the legs but he does trips and throws and foot sweeps and he's really good at that i think that um i certainly think that Corey Sanhagen has the ability to stop him. I think he could stop anyone. I think he's that good. But the only fighter who I would bet against Peter Yan is Henry Cejudo. Mm-hmm. Aside from Henry Cejudo, I think Peter Yan kind of mows through anyone. I think he's that good just because he's like great at everything. This, and this fight, this is a great fight. This is an MMA fight. It's not a striker versus grappler. Right. They're both tremendous grapplers. They're both tremendous strikers. So this is like as good of an MMA fight as you could possibly have. But my prediction, I think that um, Peter Jan's going to get it done. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with Peter Jan. I want Sanhagen to win, but I think Peter Jan's going to win. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Okay. Um, and then for the last one, the main event, you want to go? That fight's my main event. Really? Yeah, that fight's amazing. Peter Jan like and Sanhagen. I'm just like Sanhagen fan that I'm like. Yeah, that man. fight's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think because you're, you're kind of like, you, you're a Glover fan. No, yeah, no. My main event is Peter Jan and Sanhagen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought you meant this one. No, no, no. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you want to do the main event? Yeah, main event, um, Jan Blahovich versus Glover Teixeira. Um, Jan's obviously coming off a big win. He's beat Israel Adesanya, which no one else has. That's as difficult as it could get. And before that, he was on a five-fight five win streak. He's won nine out of his last ten. A um, lot of finishes. Finished, uh, you know, uh, Luke Rockholt. Um, finished a lot of good guys, Corey Anderson. Um, but Glover Jixera is also on a five fight win streak. And I know like MMA math doesn't add up, doesn't always work, but the last person who beat Jan Blahovich was, he finished him was Tiago Santos. The last person who, um, Glover just fought was Tiago Santos. Well, he finished Tiago Santos. Right on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know MMA math doesn't work, but you know, that's a big win. Yeah. And before that he beat Anthony Smith, who's, you know, tremendous. So that's, it, it's an interesting matchup. I think that, uh, like my heart wants Glover. I'd love to see him get it done because, you know, he's just been around so long and he's in his forties and you know, this is such like a, he'll be 42. He turns his birthday is the day before the fight. He'll be 42. Yeah. It's just such like a, like a Cinderella story or something like, like coming, coming back, you know, a resurgence in his career. But I think in order for Glover to win, he'll have to take, um, Jan down to the ground. I think that he's probably a little better on the ground. Like just like he did with uh, Santos. He kept taking him down and eventually got a strangle. But I think that um, Jan Blachowicz is a little too good takedown defense. He's really good against the cage. You'll remember against uh, Luke Rockholt, who's very good jujitsu, very good takedowns, was trying to take him down against the cage. And it was like trying to move a better chance that uh, Jan's going to, you know, 
drop that Polish hammer, as they say. <laughs> exactly. So my prediction on this is uh, Jan Blahovich. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I'm going to go with Jan on this one. But of course, you want Glover. I think everyone wants Glover to win. He's just yeah. kind of like a like an overall like. I don't think anyone like doesn't like him. No, everyone likes him. Everyone's going to be rooting for him. But if he d- can't get the fight to the ground, I think he's going to have a really hard time beating um, Jan. Jan hits just so hard. It's kind of crazy that Jan like just beat uh, Israel Asanya, and I feel like no one really like talks about it or like he. It does because just goes to show like that he didn't get enough credit for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it just goes because then all of a sudden it was like, oh well, he uh, is he moved up a weight class, so that's why. Right. But it, it's just funny how like you know it doesn't always matter. It's just kind of like I mean. Is he's obviously great, but you would think like, oh, if you beat him, like you have his right. fame, but it doesn't work like that. that. Yeah, I think people forget. Like even, you know, I kind of forgot about it too. Well, I think that fight was designed for Izzy. Izzy was supposed to get another belt, get the two belts, and then maybe fight like uh, John Jones. Right. But Jan kind of just spoiled the party. Is like, well, you beat a small guy. Yeah. So he didn't get enough credit where Israel would have gotten all the credit in the world, and rightfully so. Um, but I didn't find that fight to be even really that close, but, uh, he, he's just a little bit smaller. He's right. just a little too small. If he got a little bigger, I think maybe it would be different, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, Blakovich, I don't even know if I'm saying that one right, but I Jan. think he's going to win. Jan is going to, should get it done. Yeah. But I that's going to be that. a good fight though. They're both, they're both really savvy veterans. He's not young either. I mean, he's like 38. 38 yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a young guy versus old guy. They're both kind of like old guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But well, I think it's going to be a good fight. Hopefully you like this. Um, so remember my predictions. and My predictions too. Yep. Um, make sure you guys, if you see our video, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, comment your picks below, what you kind of think, and kind of go back and forth. We'll, we'll make sure we answer all of you guys in the comment section. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye.